posting or reposting a video by Mr. E. I don't know what his real name is, but he does a lot of trans investigation type of videos exposing the uh, media where men are dressed like women and that's their religion to transform males and females into one. So anyway, he does a ton of videos about trans investigation and uh, this one, I thought it was important because he does a analysis, biblical analysis of what uh, Paul was writing about uh, in his day, witnessing the same kind of phenomena that we're having to experience with transvestites and other gender-bending uh, agenda that's been going on. So he does a great job of analyzing it. Uh, so I thought you guys can listen to him. I don't know how to reach him because I don't know uh, his direct contact information, but I would love to do a podcast with him if I could get a hold of him. But he has his own channel on BitChute. It's called Accomplice Watchmen by Mr. E. So if you just type in Mr. E, you could probably get his channel and many other people because uh, he's been banned many times. He was banned on YouTube as well, just like me. I posted a... Uh, my last podcast on just getting banned recently. So he is also one of the favorites to get banned on many platforms. So people, what they started doing was uh, archiving his videos uh, once he got banned. So there's multiple people that are posting Mr. E's uh, uh, previous videos. But he does have his own channel, at least up right now, on BitChute. Um, so listen to this podcast and hopefully it'll be really informative uh, as to what the deception is with gender bending that's going on right now. Well, today's going to be a bit of a, a kind of an academic type video. So just a warning. I'm going to be reading. All right. So just a warning. I know this is YouTube. You're not supposed to read and you're not supposed to think. So I'm breaking the rules of the infotainment platform. This is just going to be info without the attainment so I'm doing a lot of Bible study these days um, and reading academic commentaries as well with uh, each uh, different book I'm studying. And I'm also studying Greek. But I came across a new verse. Well, not a new verse. This verse has been around a long time. But another verse that talks about the androgynes. Okay, so maybe I've noticed this before, but I forgot about it. So, and this is in the New Testament. This is the book of 1 Corinthians, a, which is really actually a letter, a letter written by Paul to the church of Corinth, which is in Greece, right? Basically modern day Greece. And we know what the Greeks were up to 2000 years ago that has spread around the world. So I'll just read this. This is verse, uh, this is chapter six, verse nine. Do you not know that the unrighteous will not inherit the kingdom of God? Do not be deceived. The sexually immoral, idolaters, adulterers, passive homosexual partners. <laughs> now that's a very bizarre translation. And I'm gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna unpack this. <laughs> We're going to unpack it. Yes, that's sorry for the image there, but that's the word that came out of my mouth. Practicing homosexuals. Okay. Now this is the net version. Let's go to the, uh, well, let's go to King James to placate the King James only. And I can explain why later I'm not King James only. Know ye not. Know ye not. Well, that's one reason I'm not King James only because nobody says things like, know ye not. That the unrighteous shall not inherit the kingdom of God. Be not deceived. Neither fornicators, nor idolaters, nor adulterers, nor effeminate, nor abusers of themselves with mankind. 
Okay, but basically what we're going we're gonna to find out exactly what this means, all right? So King James, but we see this word effeminate. Now, I think you guys can already know, right? We already know what this means. It really does not mean what we say today, effeminate mannerisms or something, right? We all kind of know people like this. I do. But that's not what this means, all right? Remember, this was written in Greek, all right? Originally, we're going to look at the Greek. In fact, the Greek is right there. And this one here, abusers of themselves with mankind. What in the world does that mean? All right, so uh, let's go to the ESV. Sexually immoral, nor idolaters, nor adulterers, nor men who practice homosexuality. Now, now what they've done here in the ESV, they've, they've uh, combined two words into this one phrase. This term is sometimes rendered effeminate, although in contemporary English usage, such a translation could be taken to refer to demeanor rather than behavior. Malakos, that's the Greek word, passive in a same-sex relationship. Okay, well, there's some partial truth in that, all right? Effeminate, catamites, men and boys who are sodomized by other males, right? That's, you know, kind of what they do in Greece, or at least what they did in the past. Now they do this at the uh, Vatican. What I've discovered is this whole transvestite thing has been, well, it's either been covered up or just been uh, missed. You know, the, these academic scholars have just simply missed it. number of modern translations have adopted the phrase male prostitutes. Well, it's not really a prostitute necessarily in this case, although it could be. This could be misunderstood by the modern reader to mean males who sell their services to women. Well, there's generally not a whole lot of business for that kind of stuff anyway, but uh, yeah, that's not what it means. Yes, there is homosexual activity happening here, but that's not only what it's going on. Thus, the translation passive homosexual partners has been used here. But just think about it, though. This is Paul, right? Paul writing a letter. No one would ever write a letter writing down passive homosexual partners and practicing homosexual. Like, nobody in the world is going to make a distinction between these two types of people. As we're going to see, the academic community has completely missed this whole thing. So we got to get into the Greek here a little bit. Malakoi, that's the first term, Malakoi. Strong's 3120. It means soft, effeminate, uh, catamite, which is the uh, sodomized boy. Boy kept for homosexual relations with a man. A male who submits his body to unnatural lewdness of a male prostitute. There may be some partial truth in some of those definitions, but we're going to see what this really means, all right? So we got this word Malakoi that translators are not translating correctly. The term Malakos more problematic. See, this, this word has baffled. It's baffled the PhDs, the academics. It's baffled the experts on the Bible. And some guy like me comes along and figures it out. He's like, I don't even understand how this happens. Homosexuality debate. See, they're baffled. Like, what does this mean? Malakoi, that's, there it is again. The passive partner in male. No. This word here, arsenokoitai, that means homosexual, which means this word does not mean homosexual. <laughs> it just, come on. A little common sense, please. First word, malakoi. Men who are soft or effeminate, right? Well, we know what effeminate means. Even though in this footnote here, it says, uh, Philo says that um, youths who deck themselves out as women, right? Okay, malakoi must mean transvestite. Okay, now what we're going to do is find out what that word means. And Paul was very well read in Greek literature. And most definitely he would have read Philo. So this is Philo, volume 7, Special Laws 3, 37. Much graver than the above is another evil, which has ramped its way into the cities, namely pederasty. So that's part of it. In former days, the very mention of it was a great disgrace, but now it is a matter of boasting, not only to the active, but to the passive partners, who habituate themselves to endure the disease of effemination. Mark how conspicuously they braid and adorn their hair. All right, now this is the part where these commentators... And translators, they must not have continued reading because it's very clear what's actually happening here. They braid and adorn the hair of their heads and how they scrub and paint their faces with cosmetics and pigments. They're putting on female hairstyle and putting on makeup and the like and smother themselves with fragrant unguents and wearing perfume. 
used by all who deck themselves out to wear a comely appearance. All right. They're putting on female clothes. Fragrance is the most seductive. In fact, the transformation of the male nature to the female is practiced by them as an art. These boys were dressed like girls. These persons are rightly judged worthy of death by those who obey the law, which ordains that the man hyphen woman. We've seen that a lot here on my channel. This word man hyphen woman who debases the sterling coin of nature should perish unavenged, suffered not to live for a day or even an hour as a disgrace to himself, his house, his native land, and the whole human race. <laughs> Tell us how you really feel. Man hyphen woman, right here in Greek, androginon, androginon, okay? Androginon, this word in English, if I were translating this, I would just use the word androgyne, because that's what it means, man hyphen woman. Andro, ginos, right? Like gynecology, right? Andro means male, ginos means female. He pursues an unnatural pleasure and does his best to render cities desolate. It's like an act of destruction, all right? It's a way to destroy the human race. Philo said it. The androgyne is a weapon that renders cities desolate and uninhabited by destroying the means of procreation, all right? It says it right here. Philo said it 2,000 years ago. Philo was a transvestigator. Philo is talking about the transpocalypse 2,000 years ago. Destroying the means of procreation means destroying the human seed, which means genocide, grievous vices of unmanliness and effeminacy. So this word effeminate in the ancient world is talking about transvestites, all right? By prolonging the bloom of the young and emasculating, that's what they're doing today. This is the transgender agenda, the androgynous agenda, emasculating. He lets the deep-soiled and fruitful fields lie sterile, sterility, all right? The best way to destroy humanity, in my opinion, would be to sterilize the human race because people wouldn't even really notice it was happening. You know, eventually people would look around and say, hey, how come there's no children anymore? But by then it would be too late. By taking steps to keep them from bearing. This guy, Philo, figured out the whole agenda 2,000 years ago that the androgynes were trying to destroy the human race. Now they have mass media to help them along. This is the transpocalypse right here. Philo is the first transvestigator and the first person to unveil the transpocalypse. The reason, I think, is to be found in the prizes awarded in many nations to licentious and effeminacy. Well, yeah, they still get prizes, right? So he's talking about the Academy Awards. People were getting awards for being androgynes. And he's talking about the origins of the, you know, like the Miss America pageant or the Miss Universe pageant that, uh, you know, good old Trump was the owner of the Miss Universe pageant. He's talking about this, giving prizes to androgynes. Certainly you may see these hybrids of men and women continually strutting about through the thick of the market heading the processions at the feasts. These were high-ranking androgynes, all right? Appointed to serve as unholy ministers of holy things, leading to the mysteries and initiations and celebrating the rites of Demeter, all right? The goddess, right? The androgynes are always associated with the mother goddess figure. Based on the context of what we're reading about right now, Catholic Church, Mother Mary, priests, and altar boys, right? I mean, it's right here. Heightening still further their youthful beauty, They've desired to be completely changed into women and gone on to mutilate their genital organs. And they're clad in purple, all right? Purple rain, purple people eaters, purple the color of royalty. Sterilization, clad in purple, all right? The mixture of red and blue. Androgynos, again, androgyne, all right? They translated it, hybrids of man and woman, androgynos. And this word here, effeminacy, is our word malachi. Again, the word that Paul uses, the very exact word now, the ending is different because it's a different uh, grammatical form. In Greek, every word changes depending on the uh, grammar and how it's used in a sentence. So, effeminacy, malachias, is that same word 
Malakoi. It's the same exact word, all right? Malakoi, Malakias. It's a different grammatical form of the same root word. Why do they translate this passive homosexual partner? The reader would totally miss that this is a transvestite. And they're going to not be aware of the androgynous agenda to destroy the human race going on right now through the government and the mass media, which is the same thing. The vaccine, the sterilization, because this word has been has not been properly translated. So we're not getting the New Testament reference to the transpocalypse because this word has not been translated. Now, King James version these days, it could still be misunderstood, right? Maybe in the days of King James, they understood what the effeminate really was. It was a transvestite, right? They had, you know, Shakespeare, all that stuff. They were, they were right out there in the theaters back then, and people knew about it. For some reason these days, people don't want to know about it. But then when you get to the other uh, versions of the Bible, they leave it out. They just lump it all in together with homosexuality. There's a bit more to it, and it relates directly to idolatry and worship of the mother goddess. Like it says here in Philo, purpose was to sterilize the human race. I mean, that's what it says. And in context, this whole chapter here is about transvestites that is happening in the context of pederasty but he's really specifically saying that these boys were dressed as women that's what he's saying these boys were dressed as women that's how effeminate they were they were extremely effeminate why do they not want to mention the word transvestite either in their commentaries or in the bible itself in the modern day translations malachias and there's the word and androgyne right malachias effeminate androgyne right effeminacy hybrids of men and women all right. It's just they're talking about the same thing. No version of the Bible really has the whole verse right. King James gets a point for using the word effeminate. And I would just say, I would come out and say transvestites. That's the word I would use. If I were going to translate this verse, the sexually immoral, idolaters, adulterers, transvestites, homosexuals, thieves, greedy, drunkards, right? That makes sense. All right. Paul knew about the transpocalypse. All right. The kingdom of God. Again, it's a tale of two kingdoms. The new world order, which they call the new normal, but that's the new new world order, is the kingdom of Satan. All right, that's what it is. To be very simple, kingdom of Satan or the kingdom of Demeter, right? The kingdom of these goddesses. It's the same thing. So there's the kingdom of Satan, the kingdom of immorality, the kingdom of idolatry, the kingdom of adultery, the kingdom of transvestites, homosexuals, thieves, greedy drunkards. This is the kingdom they're building. It's the kingdom of all these things, but these kind of people will not inherit the kingdom of God. Now. Many of you have done some of these things, all right? We can repent. It, sa it says it right here. Some of you once lived this way. Yes, I did too, all right? I lived that way. I was of the world. I was most of those things. But you were washed. You were sanctified. You were justified in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. And that's not just talking about saying his name out loud. That's talking about his character, his essence, everything he did for us, and by the Spirit of our God, okay? Do you not know that your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit who is in you? whom you have from God, and you are not your own, for you were bought with a price. Therefore, glorify God with your body. Temple of the Holy Spirit or the temple of the unholy spirit. They're trying to turn people into the temples of the unholy spirit right now. People are wearing the masks. You cannot see anyone smile anymore. You cannot smile at anybody else. People wearing the mask, they love it because they're at one with the world. They're at one with these unholy spirit. They love it. They love lies. They love being at one with the unholy spirit. Let's go quickly to 2 Thessalonians. The arrival of the lawless one will be by Satan's working with all kinds of miracles and signs and false wonders. Yes, COVID-19, with every kind of evil deception directed against those who are perishing because they found no place in their hearts for the truth. Those who are perishing are the people who are deceived because they found no place in their hearts for the truth. They're not interested in the truth, right? You try to tell them about the truth. They're just not interested. They're not buying what you're selling. They're not buying the truth. They're not in the market for any truth. They prefer the lies. 
right? Because they don't want to be saved. They don't want to be saved from what? From the wrath of God, from judgment. That's what salvation is. Salvation from what? From wrath and judgment. Consequently, God sends on them, the brainwashed masses, a deluding influence. Why? Because they have no place in their hearts for the truth so that they will believe what is false. Do you know anybody who's believing what is false? Yes, I know lots of people. And when I go outside, I see, I see them all wearing a mask and loving it. Why? Because they have no place in their hearts for the truth. They're not interested. They love lies. So God gives them even more lies because that's what they want. And so all of them who have not believed the truth but have delighted in evil will be condemned because that's what they want. They want to be condemned. Maybe they don't even believe they'll be judged, but they will be, all right? To be judged, in fact, it says right here. Judgment of condemnation and especially the truth about Jesus Christ, right? I mean, you can't even talk to people about that. They just walk They just walk away, right? There's lots of truthers out there on YouTube, truthers, right? Most of them are liars, and a lot of them don't know the truth about Jesus Christ. That's the only truth that matters. Have yourselves a great day. Enjoy it while you can. <laughs>